all bad things. Tragedy. Tragedies, disasters. That's bad things. Trigger warning for everything possible. What? Okay. <laughs> Hiya. <laughs> I'm Rachel. And I'm David. And this is All Bad Things. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Okay, it's been a minute. Um, follow us on Insta X, Facebook, TikTok, Twitch, Threads, and Blue Sky at All Bad Things Pod. Pod. Email us all bad things pod at gmail.com. Join our Facebook discussion group, our Discord, and our subreddit. Do all of those things. <laughs> Just a just a tiny bit out of practice. Yeah, just a couple weeks. No big deal. I think it's been three. It's been at least three. Yeah. Because I was gone for the past two weekends, mm-hmm. so. Where where doth where doth you gone? I went to Scotland. Very nice. Yes, all over, all all over. The Haya was there. Like I noticed that that's how like people would greet us sometimes. Like Haya. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to say hi in a Scottish accent. That's what I was waiting for. Oh, so I, uh, I don't know it. that would be much different. Oi? I don't know. I guess it's oi. Oi? Right? Oi? I don't I think don't I heard anybody say oi. Ahoy? Ahoy? <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. My dad and I went to Scotland for two weeks as a do-over to a what was going to be a full UK trip. In May 2020, that did not pan out. Nobody's trip panned out in May May 2020. (laughs) Um, So we decided to concentrate just on Scotland, and boy, did we go everywhere. We went to the Shetland Islands. We went to, we stayed in Edinburgh primarily. Uh, We went to Glasgow, uh, where we saw the Clutha nightclub Mm -hmm. from our episodes. Yes. Um, We drove through the Highlands, through Glencoe, to the island of Isle of Skye. To Inverness, uh, we drove around looking at various castles in Fife, uh, saw St. Andrews, went to Perth, Dundee, Aberdeen. We did a lot. You did like all of Scotland. We did a lot of Scotland. Plus the Shetlands. Yes. Well, that is It Scotland. is Scotland. So. <laughs> um, learned, rather, rather detached from Scotland. Yes. I learned that when on a ferry in gale force winds in the middle of the North Sea, I do indeed get seasick. That was not the funnest moment of the trip. <laughs> but that was that was the downside. Otherwise, I was fine. Um, also, can confirm Scottish roads are incredibly narrow. Yes, they... <laughs> it was I terrifying. mean, I, I obviously didn't have, get to drive on one, but yes, judging by the pictures... It was terrifying. It's so like terrifying. you basically have your lane and like that's it. There's not a shoulder. There is very little lane that you actually have and everybody's going like 60 or 70 miles per hour. Did you know that all the speed limits are in miles, not in kilometers? Really? Yep. And they are on tiny little signs on the side of the road that you can barely see and if you blink it you'll miss (laughs) well i guess the the bonus is like unless you're driving erratically out of control like nobody's going to get pulled over on those roads because where are you going to pull over to (laughs) that's true i don't know i don't know what they do and we did do single lane roads too those actually weren't quite as bad because the only option was to pull over on the passing areas and which were every so often and um, let the other person pass or vice versa. So not too bad, but yeah, it was great. It's a 
beautiful country. I mean, it's hard to overstate. It looked like, I felt like I was in a painting the whole time. Some of the pictures look like a, they're a painting. Yeah, they were just absolutely... <laughs> I mean, they really do. Really breathtaking. Uh-huh. Very green, very pretty. Not very blue. <laughs> very gray. It's true. There wasn't much there's blue there, of, was there? Yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, it, the sun came through every once in a while, but yeah, a lot, lots of rain. That's how it gets so green. Um, kind of, well, I was going to say it's like when I went to Arizona. Arizona is obviously nothing like Scotland. It's all brown. (laughs) But when I went to Arizona for the first time, yeah, after like a couple of days, I'm like, why am I like so depressed? (laughs) And then when I get... blue sky. And then when I, uh, yes, but everything's brown. Yeah. Like you don't see green anything. Mm. And, uh, I remember like coming home because, I mean, there's essentially a forest in our backyard. Right. And being like, oh, like lush plants and green and... (laughs) Like, you know, it was just, the, the contrast was just, like, after a couple of days, like, I realized, like, how stark it was. Like, well, we with, actually, with just, with we just color a, palettes. Yep, we get a lot of green and blue. We have, yes, we do. We have both here, yeah. Shetland, interestingly, very few trees on Shetland. Hmm. Very few trees. Um, mostly just, like, rolling green hills mm-hmm. and rain and wind and lots rain. of wind there was lots of wind and medieval but... battles oh wait those are centuries ago <laughs> well we went to um jarls it's not jarlsberg <laughs> it's jarls something jarlshof i think it was uh in uh was that in sunberg i think it was in sunberg that is yeah pre-medieval and some prehistoric so yeah that was really interesting yeah lots of old stuff and can confirm also that europe is old yes <laughs> including in case anybody was wondering yes i mean it's just kind of wild when you're walking around edinburgh and you're like oh there's a giant gothic building oh there's edinburgh castle which has been around for like a thousand years which you can see from like any vantage point yes it's literally up on a rock we saw arthur's seat it's colton hill it was very nice, very lovely country. Um, lots of vegan food. No issues finding vegan food, which was great. Um, did notice not as many fresh fruits and vegetables on the offering, but lots of pies and go. pastries and such. And so. scotch. Yeah, there was a lot. There's a lot. Actually, gin was really big too in Edinburgh. Oh, nice. So keep an eye on your uh, Christmas stocking for yeah, maybe a I'm, little mini bottle. I feel that was a hint. Yes. <laughs> So we're back at it. We are. <laughs> Recording this just a couple days before it comes out, which is, it's been a while since we've recorded so contemporaneously. Yes. Yeah, I believe our last episode, when we recorded it, was four weeks away yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Yep. And, uh... So we're back on, we're back on the clock. Now we have to do one once a week again <laughs> for, for the near future. But, uh, to no one's surprise, it's not our research. It is not. Back to the listener scripts. And this one is a long time coming. I still feel terrible when I pull out a script. It's like, oh, that was from <laughs> this time. This is from May 2021. It was it was submitted. So okay. my sincerest apologies to Auden, who okay. has um, contributed scripts before. Yes, I was going to say. Yes. Um, I could not find where or if I had asked Auden pronouns. I have it in my mind that it was they, them, but I honestly don't recall, so I apologize, Auden. But anyway, this will be a very interesting one. One I had not heard of, um, but that is uh, kind of up our uh, 
up your northern alley. Yeah. This is the story of the Fernie Memori- Memorial Arena incident. Okay. Do you know where the Fernie Memorial Arena is? Neither I'm guessing Fernie is the town or the city, but I, I don't know. Oh, well, let's find out. So on October 17th, 2017. Ooh, oh, this is so timing just, out. Yes! I was just going to say. This is almost perfect. Yeah, it's going to come out it's on the 16th. 16th. Okay. Yay! This is completely coincidental. See? Anyway. There's a, see, we did that on purpose. <laughs> exactly. On sure. Hung on to it. Because <laughs> we were doing something different for the anniversary last year. And the next year. And the year before. <laughs> like we said, we've lived up to our... We'll get to it. Eventually. Eventually. Yes. Sometimes it could be, what is that, uh, 20, 29 months. Yeah. <laughs> but even so, keep sending them, please. Yes, please. You guys have kept us afloat over the past month. So. Yes. So on October 17th, 2017, Wayne Hornquist, sounds like a Canadian. Uh, no, that's, well, there, anyway, there's a, there's a couple <laughs> or, of Hornquist players in the NHL. Really? Yes. The head of facilities, so he's the head of facilities, arrived at the Fernie Memorial Arena in Fernie, British Columbia at around 3.40 in the morning. Already standing near the Hockey and Curling Center was Lloyd Smith, the head of leisure activities, and two firefighters. Hornquist stepped out of his car and walked briskly over to the group. From here, he could hear the screeching of an alarm inside the mechanical room. The two men, both in their 50s, exchanged a hello and turned to the firefighters who briefed them on the situation. The ammonia detector had gone off Mm. and they needed to find the cause of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Ammonia is not a good thing to be. Because you're breathing it in. Yes. So. And as someone who has had cats since I was six years old, I know what ammonia smells like. Yeah. (laughs) New litter robot. Who this? Yeah, we got it. We're very excited. We got the next litter robot. Our old one broke, so new litter robot. So much quieter. So if it accidentally goes off, it you won't. You might not notice. Maybe question mark. Whereas before, you definitely would have. Absolutely. <clears throat> um. So he was given an oxygen. Oh, sorry. Uh, they need to find the cause of the problem. Wayne Hornquist volunteered to go in with the firefighters and shut down the system. He was given an oxygen mask and, along with the two firefighters, entered the arena. What these three men were about to see needs an explanation. Ice rinks, ooh, this this will be interesting. Ice rinks are kept cold by a machine known as a, do you know? I know. What it's actually called. Yeah. Um, I, I know what it looks like. But really? Just, yes. I, I've um, never seen one. A chiller. Well, yeah, okay. So I was going to say something, okay. Like a freezer, or mm-hmm. yeah. I was going to say a cooler, but that didn't sound right. Yeah, you were so, close. Yeah. <clears throat> A chiller has two pipelines running simultaneously. The first is the brine. The brine is made of a solution of 20% calcium chloride and 80% water. It runs from the mechanical room to under the curling rink to keep the ice cool. The brine is cooled by a tank of ammonia that in its own process is kept frigid. Though the brine goes through the ammonia in a tube, the two solutions should never actually mix, and the pipe should be checked periodically for cracks. It had been closed for maintenance last week, and the pipe had been inspected and checked off as in working condition. After navigating through the lobby, they found the door to the mechanical room. Inside the somewhat cramped and poorly lit closet, they found the pipes shaking. That does not Ooh, seem that's, good. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's something's about to burst then. Yeah. 
Tubs of brine kept up near the ceiling were sloshing around and spilling on the floor. The copper locks concealing the control panels were tinted blue. One of the firefighters measured the ammonia levels. It was at 300 parts per million. At that level, an unprotected person would be immediately in extreme danger of injury or death. Now, remember, they were going in with masks. Yes. So. Hornquist scrambled to shut down the system as the firefighters rushed to vent the room. Their attempts proved successful as the measurement was next measured as 50 parts per million. Horn, I almost said meter. That's not right. Hornquist reset the alarm and upon it restarting, it immediately went off again. After a few more attempts with the same outcome, they measured it again. It showed up again at 50 parts per million. The alarm company called the building and were advised that their situation was under control. Mm -hmm. The alarm was shut off for the next two hours. Satisfied, the trio left the building, believing the issue to be isolated, and after Hornquist and Smith assured them there were no further problems, the firemen agreed to leave. A sign was then posted on the front entry reading, closed due to an ammonia emergency. The door was left open to keep the ventilation. The two men both agreed that they should attempt to restart the system in order to save the ice. Oh, well, yeah, I guess mm -hmm. that's... <sighs> yeah, but <laughs> should you restart the system? Well, I, I mean, they're, they're thinking that it's under control. Yeah, so... Yeah, but, well... Well, okay, so they... I'm, I'm sure I'm speculating when we're about to hear what happened, but... They basically just, like, ventilated it. They didn't fix any problems. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. So, they, you know, they decided to restart the system. They walked into the lobby wearing no personal protective equipment and entered the mechanical room again. The system would not start, so they checked the oil. And the time was around 5, 10 a.m. So that was uh, part was one. Early in the morning, jeez. Mm-hmm. On to it's part... wake up. Yeah, right? fine how do you do as they say so part two the mechanic company simco c-i-m-c-o received a call at 518 from the fernie memorial arena one of the two men reported the gas compressors were not working and the oil was full however it was quote foamy end quote foamy oil doesn't sound that good. does not sound good at all no. simco sent out mechanic oh my goodness i cannot read Mechanic Jason Podolsky to check the problem. Jason Podolsky worked the early early morning hours as a Simcoe mechanic. He usually joked about his job and the ungodly hours it could have, but the truth was he enjoyed it. That is how he found himself driving at 5.30 in the morning to respond to an oil change call in Fernie, Fernie British Columbia. He had been doing routine calls in the edge of Alberta when he got a notification he would be driving Two and a half hours to change the oil of a gas compressor wow. in a hockey chiller. Okay. So he began his route. I know there are people who do stuff like that for a living. Just on call and you drive wherever. I would not enjoy that. No. That's for a specific type of person. Yes. And I am not that person. Right. <laughs> You'd have to really love driving. Like, just really enjoy driving. Or you'd have to really love not being able to make any plans whatsoever. I guess. Because you're on, you know, no. Well, I mean, while you're on call, you would know, but... I guess. To just not know where you're going, that... I mean, that, that could actually could be kind of cool, but, like, okay, at 5.30 a.m., I now get to drive two and a half hours. That's... 
brutal. Well, he, he might also be thinking, well, I'm going to bring my skates and my stick if I'm, <laughs> if I'm, if I'm heading to the arena. Or, or his broom. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. Or both. Sport. All of the above. <laughs> like, I'm going to get in some free curling today, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> While Smith and Hornquist waited, the two hours passed by and the alarms began sounding again. Mm-hmm. So it was off for two hours, now it's back on. The alarm company called again and offered to dispatch a technician. The two men denied the help and the alarm was put on test mode, effectively turned off until 4 p.m. So this would be like several hours. Like none of these decisions are going to... It's not great. Well, Uh, you're not... Here's what what nobody's doing. mm Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out what caused this in the first right, place. Right, what's the problem here? What's <laughs> yeah, going on? Yeah, they're like, on? all they're thinking of, we need to restart this thing somehow and turn off the alarm. Like, that's not the... And it's like, okay, you, you, your readers read 50 parts per million, but this alarm is still going off. What is telling you that this is the yeah. only place this could be happening? Like, yeah. it could be happening somewhere else. And it could be something as simple as an electrical issue, which these guys yeah. don't sound like they're... Their job is what their job is. Right. Somebody mm-hmm. else does the electrical. Right. Somebody else does the oil. Like, right. Like this guy's got to right. do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's. I mean, I'm thinking of it all of this from a manufacturing standpoint because uh, uh-huh. that's what I've done for the past nine years. Sure. So there are if something's not working correctly, you don't just like well let's just go to the next like no right. you just stop it has to be fully resolved yes mm-hmm. and, and you don't start again until it is right 98% of the time it's just something small that takes a minute to fix right 2% of the time it's like you know you could be down for a couple hours shit like that right but no you don't you don't just keep going right <laughs> like, no just turn off the alarm that, that alarm going. Uh, don't uh, worry about it uh, 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 what does it uh, say uh, it's something about ammonia Disabling an alarm is rarely the right move. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So Smith left the building shortly after and was spotted at a government building picking up filter cartridges for air purifying respirators. By the time Podolsky... Good move, right? Yeah. We're we're back on track. I mean, at least there's protective equipment being discussed. By the time Podolsky arrived, Smith was back and all three, so this is Smith, Hornquist, and Podolsky entered the building together, holding the PPE equipment. Podolsky remarked on the strange smell. That's no good. That's no good. And this poor guy, Podolsky, doesn't even know, as far as he knows, this is just an oil change. He doesn't know that this has all been going on. No, he hasn't. Correct. Mm -hmm. He's he's completely blind. Yeah, he just thinks this is everything else. He's just like, well, i got to change some oil. And get in in a quick game, eh? (laughs) Inside the room, Podol... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, wait, am I... I think I might have been saying this wrong. I think I said Podolsky. Okay. Oh, it's... it's It kind of varies as to this the spelling. It might either be Podolsky or Podlosky. I'm okay. going to say Podolsky. That's what it's spelled like the majority of the time. Anyway, inside the room, Podolsky closed the low-pressure input and high-pressure outlet valves to safely change the oil. Part three. In the seconds after Podolsky shut the valves off, the pressure built too high from the ammonia brine mixture inside a pipe at their feet. The screws came undone and the pipe burst, sending sludge everywhere. Oh, man. The ammonia levels became close to 20,000 parts per million for a moment, enough to immediately kill all of them. Everyone. 
They fell exactly where they had been standing, past the shock of the explosion. It is unlikely any of them knew what happened. No so it was just, just gone like My that, God. man. Podolsky most likely never even knew that he had been in danger. Yeah, he literally just showed up, started doing his job, lights out. Oh, my God. That's that's horrible. I mean, it's horrible. Yes, it's horrible. Period. But also, no suffering in this story. Upside. That's always that's always the bonus. But that's that's our only uh, that's the only silver lining we can find sometimes. And if it hadn't happened in the first place, then we wouldn't need that silver lining. So, but yeah. So it was just pipe bursts released all this energy and and, and within the that, ammonium within that energy was that ammonium and mm-hmm. just looked like that like nothing mm-hmm. like just it was almost out. like a yeah like chloroform or something just yeah. being knocked out yeah jeez that's wild hours passed silently sure residents residents reported smelling ammonia for a minute or two but then the smell dissipated. And plus, like the the men's league is showing up at noon. They got they got <laughs> they got to play a game. What, what's happening to the ice, eh? Right, it's melting now. Yeah, apparently. At about nine o'clock, a teenage maintenance worker arrived at the arena to sweep the curling rink. She stepped out of her car and walked into the lobby. She did not see the sign stating the facility was closed due to an ammonia emergency, nor had she been notified not to come into work. She noticed the door to the mechanical room was open, so she made her way towards the door. Before she was able to survey the scene, she became distracted by a mess that had been left on the front desk. She did not look inside or close the door. Mm. The only thing off she noticed was how warm it was inside and the slight smell of ammonia. Mm -hmm. Thinking not much of it, she finished her tasks and was gone by 11.30 a.m. Okay, that that's better. I was afraid she was going to die. <laughs> Me too. Yes. I was afraid she was going to die there. All right. 15 minutes later. But, that, but that's almost like a comedy skit. Like from like a movie. All right. She completely misses. The three dead bodies <laughs> yes. and the ammonia leak. She's about to go in there and like, oh, somebody left this mess. And she gets distracted. Yeah. That's yeah. almost like a, that, that right. really is almost like a movie. Right. Like, imagine her finding out about this afterwards. Like, wait, were they there when I was like, there? I'm like, sorry, what? what? I worked for two and I was a half just hours there. with three dead people in another room that I Breathing saw? in fucking uh, toxic levels of ammonia. Yeah, because even if this wasn't deadly, I'm sure it wasn't good for you. Oh, you God, no. No. Sniffing. No. You would, sure. at, at the very least, would want to have a respirator on. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. God. Fifteen minutes later, an electrician parked in the parking lot gathered his tools, and entered the facility. It's just, every, it's just, it, it is almost setting up just like a fucking, kind of going like a it. horror movie, like it is. comedy. Yes, uh-huh. Like, there's this deadly arena, and people just keep showing up. because no, Because nobody knows. Yeah, what's going on. <laughs> the fuck? It is, it is sort of, um, pervertedly it's like, it's like, funny. It's like a, if the Marx way. Brothers was like a horror movie. <laughs> it is oddly slapstick almost, It, it yeah. is. Yeah. So uh, this electrician went inside. He understood immediately something was wrong. So you can't blame the kid. You can't blame a teenager for not no. not quite understanding. But this electrician knew something He's was wrong. He's just like, uh, yeah, he probably notices a couple things right away. And is like, uh, mm-hmm. no. The front door had been shut by the maintenance worker. Okay, so the, the kid who came in earlier shut the door behind her. Um, and he read the closed sign. He called Hornquist and, receiving no reply, walked into the lobby. 
The ammonia was strong as the ventilation had been compromised. He picked up his pace and ran into the mechanical room where he found the bodies Plus of Hornquist, Smith, and Podolsky. That's true. So the pipe actually burst. So there's just this open... Um, Yes. Freaking, it's just flowing everywhere mm-hmm. in the literally in the yeah, air. In the air of the arena, yeah. And, but thankfully, at the same time, too, like the doors on either end were closed. So yeah, it's, there's so no, it's not yeah. so it's not really getting out, but it's it's dissipating it's, within the atmosphere of right, the arena. But it's concentrated like it is, so yeah. much inside. Mm-hmm. And, oh my god. Mm-hmm. He called nine one one. Dragged out Smith and began CPR. That's pretty. Mm-hmm. That's pretty heroic. Instead of just running the fuck out of that building. When paramedics arrived, they pronounced all three men yeah. dead. The electrician was taken to the hospital for ammonia poisoning. I'm sure. Yeah. The firefighters who had earlier been at the scene were dismayed that their orders had not been followed and that they had all died for nothing more than a large sheet of ice. Yeah, I mean. Part five. The investi- I don't know if I pointed out part four earlier. Anyway. The Im- I think you did. Okay, good. The investigation was quick to the point out the out of the multitude of large errors that had taken place, beginning with the age of the chiller machine. So it was only supposed to spend 25 years in service at the very most, and it was at its 31st year. <laughs> I was going to guess like 40. So I'm <laughs> that actually... See, that feels like something that would be fair. You <laughs> yeah. know, that's the thing I will say about hockey rinks. The ones that I've been to, no, they're, not they're, counting... They're, yeah, they're you beat know, up. The, they are. They're very old school. They do not appear to be like meticulously Fully functional. Yeah. They're dingy. They're scuffed. They're smelly. There's just... There's that smell. Yes. In the... That is... Just unique to a hockey arena. It's gross. It's pretty gross. <laughs> it's like sweat, uh, adhesive. Uh, like <laughs> yeah. Well, when we went to see uh, Tyler play in Lake Placid, at one point we were almost too close because I was like, I smell them. It's disgusting. <laughs> oh, no, it was when we were sitting... Uh, behind the bench. Yes. I was like, yeah. how can I smell them behind plexiglass? <laughs> this is so gross. Yeah. Anyway. So the brine pipe that traveled through the ammonia tank was inspected and a two millimeter hole was found. That's all it takes for gas, I guess. Oh, God, yeah. That's all it needs. The pipe was rusty and the crack was not easy to see. Then came the errors in decision. First off, an alarm should not be silenced. Yes, that should be just a general rule. Well, first off, an alarm should never be silenced and always take an alarm seriously if you don't know for certain it's a drill. Well, it should be... Get the fuck out of there. It should be silenced when what it went off for was fixed. Right. (laughs) And then (laughs) it wouldn't go off again. That's that's when you silence the alarm. Well, or it will go off because it's no longer an issue. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. The alarm was set to go off at... 35 parts per million and the reading was at 50. It was not an error on the detector's part. It was one on their part. The firefighters saw the government employees as the experts. However, it seemed like no one understood the situation. Secondly, Smith and Hornquist should not have attempted to restart the machine, the the chiller. There was something clearly wrong with it and their choice to mess with it not only cost their lives, but Podolsky's. I guess... Upside, they'll never know that they... That they accidentally accidentally, killed somebody. Yeah, dragged that guy into it. Yeah. 
The firefighters had told them that the situation was, quote, isolated, so they may have believed that that meant it was safe to operate. We will never know exactly. Around 50 of the surrounding people were hospitalized for ammonia inhalation-related injuries, yeah. I'm hoping the, uh, the the poor teenager that just showed up, like, did a job and left. <laughs> just never found out about <laughs> or, it. <laughs> or, or maybe she was just like, or maybe she held, the, like, the gene to some sort of immunity. Right. <laughs> like, we need to find her. We're like, how did, how did you just <laughs> yeah. define in all of this? <laughs> yeah. That's right. She's the mutant. <laughs> yeah. The electrician and the maintenance worker were the first worst affected. Okay, so she was. She did get. Um, I was. I was. I was joking with that scenario. <laughs> I, I was going to say. I'm going to guess that they contacted her, or she was like, "What?" The Already fuck? needing to go to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, "Yeah, I need you to go to the but hospital." But both like made now. full recoveries. Yeah, so that's good. Good. An evacuation took place, although the winds had already blown the gas away. The Fernie Ghost Riders. That's a pretty great name. Like it. Played their season in Sparwood, British Columbia. The rink was fixed and the chiller was replaced. Today, you can book a family skate there. Be a little morbid, but okay. And does anybody want to see see the the, the maintenance room? Jesus. That's horrible. It is a -a one-of-a-kind event that had never happened previously and may never happen again. Here's hoping. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, because it was preventable. So, yes, let's hope it never happens again. So many different things had to go wrong. People needed to be adequately trained on what to do to keep themselves and their communities safe. Inspections must be done thoroughly. Equipment must be replaced. Corners must not be cut. Yet we keep finding ourselves here. And that was the story of the Fernie Memorial Arena incident. Thank you very much, Auden. Nice job, Auden. Yeah, that there, was an interesting story. There is a, it's making me think. There, there's one maintenance guy where I work in particular that I'm just like, does this guy know what the fuck he's oh, doing? Oh no, like, you don't I, want that from a maintenance <laughs> person. Anytime he like comes on the scene, I'm like, can we get somebody else? <laughs> like, that's that's the first thing that like, goes through my no. mind because he starts because I'll tell him like this is you know, this is the issue or whatever, and he'll just do something like completely random, and I'm thinking. Part of me is thinking, well, he's doing his thing or whatever, and part of me is thinking, like, do you even dude, understand? That's, that's nowhere near where I told you, like. Yeah. But anyway, you know, they do their thing. Yeah. You know, so, it, it's like it's like one of those things, like just leave it. Yep. <laughs> like, if, like if he loses a hand, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of on him. Oh man. <laughs> you know. So. Yeah, all those scenarios are going through my mind as you're reading the script. Right. Like, all the fucking... Uh-huh. I mean, just... I mean... And and this is all completely innocent. Like, yeah, they're, nobody they're... did anything deliberate. Right. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. There were some not best choices made. Correct. But also, it's very human to make those not best choices, you know? Like, it's, like they thought it was supposed to go off at 100 parts per million. Right. Not, not 35. Right. It's going off at 50. Uh-huh. So we just need to turn off the alarm. Right. Why is it not restarting? Right. Oh, because probably because the alarm got turned on, and the only way to make sure it doesn't go back is to restart it properly or fix whatever. And And you don't know anybody's like, oh, we need to save the ice, because maybe they had a really jerky boss who was an asshole about that stuff, you know? Or it's most likely they're in British Columbia, Canada. (laughs) They're Canadian, and they (laughs) preserve the ice. (laughs) Like, at all costs. Preserve the ice and the the maple syrup. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Those are the two things. <laughs> like when when the apocalypse happens, 
That's what you'll find in Canada. Ice and <laughs> ice maple syrup. Ice and maple syrup. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's very sad that it happened to them. We are not mocking these people, obviously, but yeah. I mean, and all these, like, and I can picture, like, the whole time I can picture my mind, like, what the arena looks like. Oh, yes. I, I've been oh, to, yes. like, all <laughs> these little... a hundred of them. Yeah, uh, probably a thousand. Yeah. Um, and all over the fucking place, too. I've never been to British DC, Columbia, yeah. period. What was the I've farthest been... you traveled for hockey growing up? Probably to Maine. I played in Maine. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, That's decently. I think it was, like, a... Like an eight-hour drive, yeah, something like that. It, it, it was a ways. It wasn't close. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, we played a tournament in Bangor, Maine. Yes, we were in Bangor, mm. where one of the Mighty Ducks kids was from in the movie. <laughs> one of them was from Bangor. Okay. And we we played there like around that time. I remember that. Oh. Like yeah. So it was a big deal. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I've never been to BC. Like been all over southern Ontario. Mm-hmm. Been all over like western western and like. I flew over Newfoundland. No, 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 Nova Scotia. No, Nova Scotia. Yes. Nova Scotia, because I saw Halifax on the... They had the map, you know, of the plane, mm-hmm. visualizing the plane. The Halifax Highlanders. <laughs> it took like two hours to get over onto just the ocean mm-hmm. of the six-hour flight. Yeah, Halifax is one of the bigger cities in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, like... It, like but... But again, that scenario and why they need to get it started and why they need to get the gun. Right. Like, that's, that's part of the culture, too. Like, mm-hmm. all of these things are coming into place. Mm-hmm. So, and it's just, it's fucking, that sucks. It does. It really sucks. Like, really bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm also glad nobody more exactly died. It, that could have happened. It could have been, like, an environmental disaster. Like, yes, it's true. Very well, easily. I, it was. Clearly, yes. pe- uh, multiple people had to be treated, and those were just residents. But that, but it could have been way It could have killed worse. an animal. Yeah. Well, maybe it did kill Who knows? Yeah. But, but it could, you know, it could have really... But if that shit's things. getting... Thankfully, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, once they stopped venting it and closed the doors, that's when the pipe burst. So it was all at least being held Contained, inside. yeah. For the most part. Although it did get into the surrounding area, but... No. Which it will. It'll naturally leak through... Mm-hmm. But that's way better than having, like, both doors open and, like, the wind coming in. Mm-hmm. Like, blowing the fucking ammonia right. all over the place. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, a, a much bigger disaster was thankfully avoided. Yeah. So, but that's, that's terrible. I know that was a little bit of a short one, but it helps us ease back into it. And it was a, a well done script, of yes, course. Very much so. Very much yeah. so. Thank you very much once again, Auden. And that was the Fernie Memorial Arena Incident. This has been another episode of All Bad Things. I'm David. I'm Rachel. We'll see you next week. <laughs>